This is the Randy Wilburn Show, episode number three. Hey folks, this is Randy Wilburn. I'm so excited to be with you for the third episode of The Randy Wilburn Show. Man, I am just so excited to share and each day I get some new ideas of things that I'm going to do on this podcast and things that I'm going to share and I just wanted to uh, continue with part two today of telling you a little bit more about who Randy Wilburn is. I got some interesting texts and tweets and notes on Facebook of things like, I didn't know that about you, or I didn't know you lived in California. So I think it's interesting for people to find out a little bit more about you and what you're all about uh, in terms of you know seeing what makes you tick. And so uh, I think I'm going to continue in that vein today, and I'm going to share a little bit more about me and hopefully close out today. Um, I could go obviously on and on, and throughout this podcast, I will share a little bit more about who Randy Wilburn is. But um, I left off with the fact that I had gone out to California, and then I left California, sold my travel agency, Cactus Travel, and uh, went back to Washington, D.C., ostensibly to go and uh, get my MBA. I ended up falling backwards into a uh, production assistant opportunity with ABC News, the network uh, there in Washington, D.C., and um, it was honestly um, through nepotism, which was why I got that job, and it was because I was the grandchild of a gentleman who happened to be the first black network newscaster with ABC News, and the only reason why I'm mentioning this is because um, this gentleman really helped to formulate who I am as a person. Um, he was truly my father figure growing up in a household with a, a giant like him, and his name was Mal Good. Um, his claim to fame was simply this. Um, he basically picked himself up by his bootstraps, did things that he had to do while t- working his way through um, the University of Pittsburgh back during the Depression, um, raising six kids, uh, working for the Pittsburgh Courier, and doing a number of different things uh, before he finally got his break. He was an outstanding writer, an outstanding journalist, and um, a friend of his, Jackie Robinson, yes, the same Jackie Robinson that broke the color barrier, um, was able to get him a job with ABC News. And my grandfather was extremely talented in in terms of wordsmithing and writing, and so he was... um, he was offered a position with ABC News out of the New York Bureau. And uh, his simple claim to fame was that he happened to be milling around at the United Nations, which was his reporting beat, uh, the weekend that the Cuban Missile Crisis broke. And because my grandfather knew how to cultivate uh, leads and relationships, um, he had a line into the, um, the executive secretary from the Soviet Union. Um, he had a line into... Um, several uh, U.S. leaders there at the United Nations. And um, when the Cuban Missile Crisis finally broke, my grandfather was the primary person that was seen on ABC News for 24 times over a a one-and-a-half-day period. Now, mind you, this was 1962, and um, 
I believe, yeah, 62. And um, honestly, you didn't see black people on TV at that time. And so um, he would tell me that story about how many times he was on the air, on television and on radio and all the letters he received and people that, you know, had never seen a black man on TV were so amazed at, um, you know, his uh, his ability to share and how he in some way, shape or form comforted comforted them in a time period when honestly we were as close to the brink of nuclear war than we've ever been in our in our lifetime and so um i i have always been amazed at my grandfather and what he was able to do and um just in terms of uh being an ambassador for uh young people coming through the ranks especially minorities coming through the ranks of being a, a broadcast journalist um really just awesome stuff and I mean, the story could go on and on, and, and I will talk more about him later. But he, he let's just face it to say that, uh, make it safe to say that it was him that ultimately got my position at ABC News. I'm under no illusion. I'm not going to say I was so great that I wowed them, but um, because of some people that he had mentored that were still there. I mean, he mentored Max Robinson, who predated Peter Jennings on the um, World News Tonight, and um, he mentored um, a number of different people, but just really had an impact on my life in so many different profound ways. This was one of them. So I ended up at ABC News in Washington, D.C., got my chance to uh, cut my cut my teeth on journalism. Um, I, I worked with um, uh, Ted Koppel at Nightline. I worked on World News Tonight with Peter Jennings. I had a lot of experience in that area, and it really taught me how to write fast. It taught me how to think on my feet, and it taught me what uh, a 24-hour news bite is. Uh, and just in the sense that it never stopped. And I think that was one of the reasons that helped me to make a decision that I couldn't do this for forever in a day. I didn't know how I was going to have a family. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so um, while I'm still trying to find myself at this young age, I was only, I think at the time that I started there, I was probably 26. Um, I said, you know, I don't think that I can do this for the long term. And thankfully, my cousin's came to visit me and one of my cousins, Troy Good, came and visited me and prayed with me and he was up in Boston doing some amazing things with his in-laws at a really cool church that I had heard about called New Covenant Christian Church and he said, man, I really want you to come to Boston and I'm like, Boston, there's no way I'm coming to Boston. Of course, I hated the Boston Celtics and everything that I dealt, dealt with, I related to sports and I, can't, I couldn't stand uh, Larry Bird even though he was as nice as butter. Um, I just didn't like them. And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to Boston, you know, and, and um, it just worked out that um, they prayed for me. Um, they brought, they had me come up for a weekend. Um, I got led to the Lord. I was really impacted by a very special ministry. And once I gave my life to Christ for the third time, that one finally took. And uh, I was so excited. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to jump in the water. You know, like Jesus told Peter to get out of the boat. Uh, I really just got out of the boat and did not look down. I looked, fo I focused on Jesus. And within, literally within a month and a half of being there, I was offered a job uh, working in corporate America as a, um, a, a management consultant for a company called Zweig White & Associates. And uh, the interesting thing was that uh, that job, I got that job primarily because the person that recruited me, his wife worked with our church and worked with some people at our church uh, on their finances. And because he knew the church and he knew uh, the reputation of the church, that's the only reason why he called me, he told me later. And uh, I'll never forget that. And John Christ is such a great guy and um, 
Uh, we're still Facebook friends to this day, but uh, I'll never forget that story. And really, uh, what it, all it told me was simply this, is that when you align yourselves in the things that God wants you to do, things will happen for you. He'll make things happen for you that you can't do yourself. None of this I could script. I really couldn't. I'm a smart guy, but I could never script it. And sometimes you just have to let go in life and let God take things and run with it. And um, again, I'm not going to preach to you. I promise to never preach to you on this podcast, but I do want to encourage you to realize and understand some things. So anyway, long story short, I joined Zweig White. I worked there for almost four and a half years. I became uh, an associate and an owner in the company within 14 months. Uh, Mark Zweig had an indelible impression on my life. Uh, he was the founder of the company. He, along with Fred White, I mean, these guys were masterful businessmen, and they just knew how to treat people. And so I learned, working in a very good operation, how to run and operate a business and how to treat people. And uh, I'm, I'm so thankful for those lessons. And, and still, a lot of the things that I learned at Zweig White, I carry to this day. So moving forward, I, I'm, I'm in Boston I'm working with Zweig White and Associates, um, and then I meet a girl. Yes, a beautiful girl. Her name is Nicola. At the time, it was Nicola Cummings. Now it's Nicola Cummings Wilburn. And suffice it to say, God put her in my path as well. And I'm so excited that this woman decided to be my helpmate. Um, she has given me three wonderful boys and 13 of the best years of my life. And I'm so thankful for her. Um, for all that she's done and I'm encouraging her now because uh again I'll talk more about my wife at another time but um Nicola is so special to me because um she has not been afraid to go out and try new things and I'm so excited because she's just started this Amazon thing with FBA and it's a program that Amazon has for online sellers and it's just taking off with gangbusters and I think she has finally found the thing that she's really passionate about and so I'm hoping to uh help her with the launching of that and getting it off the ground wholeheartedly and uh, I'll talk certainly more about that because I think it's one way that people can earn extra money um and you know we'll see what happens uh and then you know i've just i've been all over the place um i've had i've had a time in atlanta georgia while i was working with Zweig white of course i mentioned earlier i was in san francisco california um for for almost 6 years uh and those are 6 great years even though i learned a lot of lessons while i was there and then um and then i went to boston and now i'm in rhode island and, uh, I, you know, I, I never thought I would say this, but I am a New England boy now, and um, it, it's just hard to get out of me. So um, anyway, that's that's the rest of my story. And fast forward to now, as you're listening to this podcast, whether you're listening to it in 2014 or beyond, um, I am currently a uh, an executive or rather a senior pastor at New Dimension Church, and I'm working on some strategic development um, and some new programs at the church. Um, I'm overseeing our Wagner Leadership Institute, which is our practical ministry program. Uh, I still run my real estate brokerage, which I've had for 14 years. I've been involved in real estate. I work with NeighborWorks America as a consultant, and uh, now I'm doing the Chameleon Group, which is basically marketing and uh, new media and working on a number of prog projects with that. And uh, I'm going to be sharing with you on all the things that I'm doing and kind of help, hopefully helping you to broaden your horizons about the things that uh, are possible. Um, I think too often we limit ourselves and put ourselves in a box. And God never meant you to be in a box. 
he meant you to see the opportunities that exist before you and go after them. And so um, we'll talk more about that. Anyway, listen, I really appreciate you listening to episode three of the Randy Wilburn Show. Um, I want to encourage you to follow me on Twitter at Randy Wilburn. Uh, You can also check me out at randywilburn.com, which is my website. Uh, There should be a link up there uh, for you to join our newsletter. Uh, Leave me your email address. Um, I'm going to be more vigilant about getting this information from you in the future because I certainly want to stay in contact with people both online and offline. Um, I look forward to the virtual relationships, but I look forward more to the real relationships that this podcast will create. So listen, I hope you have a great day and I I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. I know there's a million things you could be listening to and doing right now, but you chose to put me between those six inches of your ears and um, I hope you enjoyed this. Take care and uh, stay tuned for episode four of the Randy Wilburn Show. God bless you and have a great day.